0: Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Craig, co-head of the Investment Insight Center, who is actually going to be asking the questions today as we think about uh, what's been going on in the markets, what's been going on with interest rates. So first off, actually, let me turn the ropes over to Andrew. Um, Hello, Andrew, and thanks for joining me today.
1: Good morning, Daniel. Well, we've had a very eventful start to 2022. Probably the biggest event last week was the, the first meeting of US policymakers reviewing monetary policy. Can you just talk us through what happened last week and what did the FOMC and Chair Powell say to markets?
0: Well, I guess it's always a question, what did they say and what did they not say? Uh, and often what's most interesting is what they didn't say. But. The message that people took away generally seems to be from the press conference was that it was more hawkish than expected, meaning there was a suggestion there will be more interest rate hikes next year than the market had necessarily anticipated before. And in fact, you saw that in the reaction of markets. uh, There's a way that you can look at uh, the expectations for the level of interest rates a year from now, two years from now, and those expectations rose. The last time we had an actual forecast from the Fed, which is what's called the dot plot in December, it showed that they looked ahead to three hikes for the year. Uh, The markets are well past that now, uh, four to five at least, and you actually have some commentators looking for seven. The other thing that is arguably at least as important, if not a bit more, uh, is quantitative tightening. Now, of course, we've had quantitative easing, For so long now, it it does seem quite normal. But it is going to end, and it isn't quite normal. And what the Fed wants to do is to stop buying bonds and eventually allow its balance sheet to shrink. Uh, And that's quite significant. And how that's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how quickly, all of that is at this point still fairly uncertain. Uh, Powell didn't give us a lot of details on that yet. They've suggested they're going to be looking at it over the next couple months and we'll provide more info in the future. But alongside the number of interest rate hikes that we get this year, um, what happens with the balance sheet, like I said, is at least as important.
1: Now, th- Those are potentially momentous shifts in, uh, in the policy outlook from the uh, US Federal Reserve. How have fixed income markets reacted to this news?
0: Well, on one hand, as you would expect, yields going up, that means prices go down and it just makes the point that it's going to be a challenging year for fixed income investors. If, if that's the, the world that you have to choose from, trying to find assets that aren't going to be declining uh, over the course of the year is going to be tricky. Now, of course, we think about total returns, so it's not just – What happens with the price, there's also the income. Uh, And so we think about how credit is going to perform, perhaps how emerging market bonds are going to perform in this environment. But for the most part, some of the interesting things we've seen, of course, U.S. Treasury prices have declined, but less than you have seen in Europe. Because, of course, the ECB, so far at least, has made it pretty clear they do not intend to hike rates this year. So even though there's some spillover, from the US to to rates globally, frankly, but certainly to the Eurozone, you've seen decline in Eurozone government bonds, but not as much as you've seen in the US. Uh, So far, at least, you've seen credit uh, generally outperform Treasuries, though actually in terms of the year the date figures, Uh, Both U.S. investment grade and U.S. high yield have underperformed treasuries, though previously over the last couple of weeks they have outperformed. So that's a key question. What happens to credit? uh, What happens to spreads essentially over government bonds? Because that's what's going to determine whether or not you actually see a higher total return at the end of the year versus government bonds, but even then, uh, you may still well have negative returns, uh, at least in the near future, as interest rates, broadly speaking, go up. Uh, The other asset class, certainly, that we're looking at is emerging market debt. If you look at spreads there, particularly for US dollar emerging market debt, either sovereign or corporate bonds, uh, they're not as compressed as you see on a lot of developed market debt. So on a relative basis, they do seem attractive. So we like hard currency. To emerging market debt. Uh, and also, if we think about the currency, which plays a big role when you think about any investment in emerging market assets, broadly speaking, we're bullish on emerging market currencies, thinking they're going to appreciate, uh, which should give you a bit more return over the course of the year.
1: And if we look at uh, equity markets, there's been considerable volatility in the main equity indices. Uh, Already during the month of January, the Nasdaq is down just over 11 percent. The S&P 500 has fallen uh, almost 7 percent. Do you think this is the start of a reversion of the trend trend? we've seen over the last few years where growth stocks have continually outperformed value. Are we now seeing a a reversion of that trend beginning, do you think?
0: I think it all comes down to to timeframe. So on one hand, if we think about what's happening now, which is we have real rates in particular going up uh, in the US and consequently growth stocks, tech stocks falling, uh, that in and of itself isn't a surprise at all. Frankly, we wrote about that a couple months ago and anticipating that that would happen at some time this year. And the question really was, when would it happen and how quickly? And the answer seems to be, well, it's happening right now, and it's been pretty quick. And that explains why you've had such steep falls, particularly in gross stocks uh, and in, in tech stocks. And we think the reason behind that is what we talked about a bit earlier with quantitative easing and quantitative tightening. One of the key effects of quantitative easing is to lower real interest rates, which then boosts particularly gross stock valuations. And now if we're discussing with the Fed the reversal of that process, it would seem to suggest that then you're going to have higher real interest rates and lower multiples uh, on growth. And that's essentially what's happened so far. And the question now becomes, well, how much further does it have to go? I won't hazard a prediction on on when it's going to stop or trying to call a market bottom here. But we think the real issue is getting valuations back to a more, shall we say, normal level. But once that happens, uh, we actually do think the long-term trend of outperformance of growth Uh, versus value will reassert itself simply because, as the name suggests, you have higher earnings growth in the long run. Growth is still going to be at a premium uh, in this market Uh, and investors will come back to that and we think it will outperform. But when that process comes back, uh, I think it's still a bit of wait and see.
1: Daniel, thank you very much. And of course, we'll be publishing this week the Equity Quarterly Outlook With more detailed analysis of how we see equity markets uh, moving from here. And over the next few weeks, those of you who are interested can keep a pace of our views in these rapidly moving markets on Investor's Corner. So, thank you all for listening in this morning. We'll be back next week. Daniel, thank you and a good week to everybody.
0: Thank you, Andrew. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.